Welcome back to Postscript, Marie Antoinette. Today we're covering episode three, Pick a Princess. I am loving this show so far. Uh, what do you guys think about it? Send us your thoughts at ps at witf.org. Or let us know how you feel on Instagram at WITFORG or Facebook at WITF.org. All right, Christina, are you ready? Should we just jump right in? Yeah, let's let's do it. So we are opening on a lake and everybody's floating and it feels very idyllic. I like it. Uh, yeah, I have really like good play, feelings. Her She's playfulness. Like touching, yeah. uh, watching the little ripples go. But the boys are fighting. Naturally. And, of course. They're brothers, <laughs> and it's Loki and Thor. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Marie gets knocked into the lake. Of course. And Louis won't jump in, and everyone's freaking out, and it's just like her nightmare. Like, there's mm-hmm. little green... There's even, like, round plant life under there that, like, reminds me of the pearls in her nightmare. Oh, my gosh. I would pick up on that. Everyone is panicking. But, like, to be fair, she was only under for a few seconds. I was panicking. (laughs) I think she was under longer than a few seconds. Maybe. I mean, like, even um, Madame Dubarry. Madame? Madame Dubarry. Uh, looks a little concerned at this point. Yeah, at She's first no she fan. was like, ha ha. She, and then she was like, oh no, uh-oh. this isn't good. <laughs> like she could die. But yeah, like Louie just will not jump in. But Why? Like that? I don't, I don't know. So like my thought is maybe it's not common for people to know how to swim or maybe it wasn't common in France for royalty to know how to swim. I think it should be common for a Every- guy to go in after his wife that just, <laughs> he just knocked into the water. Well, then there would be two dead people and Provence would get to be king. Oh, anyway. <laughs> I mean, we know how this ends. So would it's Provence true. have been different? Pro- actually, Provence does end up being king, I think, oh, well, in the then, future. Yeah. But Marie knows how to swim. Everything's <laughs> fine. She comes out. Everyone's like, yeah. Even in that dress, like, I don't know how she did it. Um, At least it wasn't like the big poof one. Oh, right. Like, like the big poof. undercarriage. She'd be down with all that metal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we, we learn after yeah. they get out of this... Um, out of the lake and Marie's all just sopping wet that they are at Fontainebleau. I probably said that wrong. That's okay. Um, And they're there on holiday and there's no protocol. It's just time to relax. Oops. Sorry. Uh, It's just (laughs) time to relax and have fun. Yeah. So I actually did a closer look. (laughs) Oh, okay. um, All right. So there are two different versions. I'm going to say this and I'm going to ruin both of them. Okay. So the Americanized version is uh, Chateau de Fountain blue. Fountain blue, yes. <laughs> that would be how Americans. But I think the the uh, butchered French version, as uh-huh. my um, <laughs> literally zero days of French and, you know, the language is Chateau de Fontainebleau. Okay. I think, I think that's close. Close, right? It's close. It's well, the it's best a, we're going to get, really. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it has over 1,500 rooms in it. 1,500? Okay. Yeah. They have okay. like a whole website for this oh my gosh. place, for this palace. Has over 1,500 rooms. It was really like a royal residence just for hunting, kind of getting away from it all, okay. which is what we see when they he says, to relax like, and we're here to relax, no don't protocol. talk business. It's on a 130-hectare state estate. Okay. I guess that's acres, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Like, we have acres than here. Acres. I don't know. I didn't do that. Okay, that's I didn't okay. do a closer look of the closer Somebody look. Somebody can Google Hector and find out what that, yeah. what that equates to. H-E-C-T-A-R-E. Okay. But 130, probably huge. (laughs) Um, It's spread over four main courtyards, three gardens, and a park. You can actually visit there. There are a couple different levels of general admission, but you can um, visit for free. 
Oh, you can. Or you can pay 14 euros, which is about $15 and 21 US dollars. And so do you get like a tour with that sort of thing? Um, what? Do you get like a tour with that? I think so. Like yeah. is the free, I think there's like different levels. Wander. Like if you pay a certain part, you get yeah, okay. some kind of thing. Because they have. It looks um, beautiful. They have renovations by Napoleon the First. Okay. Still there. And it's the home to like it's home to the only Napoleonic throne room still in existence today. Oh. I know. A throne room. Of just Napoleon. Okay. It's just I so I guess maybe he didn't use it just to relax and have fun. I think he did. Because I mean the there, throne maybe, room, yeah. room seems um, pretty one of, somebody <laughs> hold on. I have it written down somewhere. Hold on, let me go through my notes that are a hot mess. But it says that it's 800 years of history. I didn't get the exact date. That's my bad. Um, it was the family home for the kings of France passed down from generation to generation from the Middle Ages to like the 19th century. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So, long time. <laughs> um, in 1528, Francis I commissioned a spectacular redevelopment. Um, he had the, like, the palace completely rebuilt. Okay. So... In fifteen twenty eight, not and just Louis' going, bedroom. Yeah, and now it's going under some more renovations. Um, in this in this episode, um, young Louis the Fourteenth asserted his absolute power there. So oh. I'm guessing he ruled from there. Is what that means? Okay, is that correct? I don't know. I'm going to go correct, off of you for that one. This is I have as no far idea. as I get. <laughs> but Louis the Sixteenth and Marie Antoinette. Um, they just created it as like enchanting spaces to get away from the French Revolution and from mm-hmm. the pomp of Versailles. Okay, so it was like how to get away from yeah. the the tra- the trap, mm-hmm. just this like the trap. labyrinth. Yeah. yeah, the labyrinth trap that we see <laughs> in the beginning and the end of every episode. Yeah, very well thought out. So that was my closer look on Chateau de Fontainebleau. I think Fontainebleau. Fontainebleau sounds right. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. So they're there on holiday <laughs> and it's beautiful. And we find out there's going to be a fete champetre. Champ- <laughs> sure. Have, I mean, there's it's a party. Fete champetre. There is a big <laughs> party and it's a rural celebration and it's sometimes described as a garden party. Uh huh. So it's sometimes to honor a special guest, but this year it's to entertain the villagers. And they're going to welcome Provence's future wife. Mm-hmm. So, so that's who was that's all the there was the villagers are there. Yeah. In the background, you see some people in like commoner outfits. Oh, and I think okay. those are the villagers. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Uh, the Duke de Chartres, right? Uh, <laughs> I'm looking I'm at Ali. Is that right? Chartres. Chartres. I can't uh, like <laughs> hack, hack that. I, Chartres. Like, <laughs> He's overseeing the whole party. And the theme is Merry England. He says that the Prince of Wales is helping him um, throw this party, like, I guess, guiding oh, his, nice. his party planning. To make um, sure it's around, you know, England. So, right. Yeah. That it's accurate, I guess. Yeah. Just as accurate <laughs> as you can get. Um, and Mercy comes to visit Marie to see how she likes Fontainebleau. Mm-hmm. And... Um, <laughs> so, that's oh my gosh so read the I note wanna, uh, yeah. do you want me to read I the just, note you go ahead okay so julie <laughs> the maid has had christina oh fooled God. this whole time guys i everybody it's embarrassing how late in this episode you're like as bad as the king but no the king found him out <laughs> before you did when i found him out oh at the same time he looked so they were in the daylight and the king's yeah. looking at him and they lock eyes and i'm like Oh, okay. So that's wait, 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 wait. Ready? So, <laughs> in the first 
for very first episode, right? Mercy, I know he, that he was paying yeah, somebody. He right. pays somebody, so a boy to dress right. as a girl to and act as a, a handmaiden. Marie. Yes, uh, for to the I queen, was aware of all of this. Okay, yes. so then every episode since, like this handmaiden this has been so there helping out, Ju- and their name is Julie. Yes, we see Julie yes. put the letter yeah. from episode two into into her after thing. the fact. It's very obvious. Into the drawer. It's very obvious, Beth. Also in episode two, I'm going to go down this road. Also in episode two, because I usually don't remember this much, but I'm doing it. Then we see Mercy paying Julie in mm, the outfit. Oh, my God. Okay. Mm. And then in episode three, mm-hmm. we see Julie we are now. putting Marie into clothes. Do you yes. see the hair on this handmaiden? Oh, my God. Like, like clearly, very, she has no idea what to do with it. The moment that I realized that Julie is a boy, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's so obvious like because we watched it a second time together and yeah. I was like I didn't know the whole time I honestly mm-hmm. I had no idea so but it was when the king if anyone saw, wants they, to spy on yeah. me send a boy dressed yeah. as a girl they and made, I will not notice they made eye contact <laughs> and then he bowed right that was and to the king instead mm-hmm. of curtsied yeah and that was the tell that and that's how, how you knew. found out well I found out because the king looked directly at Julie in the daytime and I saw his face. But that was at the bow. Was that at the bow? Oh, yeah, he so, bowed so there. He okay, I didn't notice that that king, was the moment and that then, he bowed. And then they're like, and okay. then the king goes, hmm. And then he, oh. it, when, it, when the camera looks at the king, he goes, hmm. hmm. Like any hmm. Noted. Okay. Yeah, like, I'm going to remember that for later. <laughs> yeah, and then anyways, Provence sees two maids yes, running away together. Well, they kiss. And I, they just kiss thought and it was two, I just thought it was two maids having Italians. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it's so oh embarrassing. Yeah, you're but, probably not the only one. We probably have <laughs> listeners doing that, too, because you just didn't uh, pick up no, on it. It's I think okay. I'm the only one. It's okay. Julie is there. <laughs> Julie is there as Mercy comes to visit Marie. I mean, Mercy knows that Julie is a boy. Yes. But uh, she says that she is trying to teach Julie how to be a lady's maid. Trying because (laughs) she's a boy and not a lady's maid. Right. Um, He asks Marie how she likes Fontainebleau. Mm -hmm. And she says she loves being there. And it's like a pressure, like all the pressure from Versailles is gone. I mean, that ends up not being true. Uh, It's a very stressful place for her in the end. Yeah. but of course, Mercy is there to remind her of her duty, which is what to is. have a baby inside of her. But um, you need two to tango on that one. And yes, this so day and age, at least. Marie says, brings him over and shows him that Louis's bedchamber is not done; it's still under construction. Wait, no, didn't Mercy say? Mercy showed her. I thought that she opened and oh no, he did. Right, he that's shows right. her and says, "This he is Louis's apartment." And and yes, the that's renovations correct. aren't done. And she goes, "Why not?" And he says, "Because Madame Dubarry is the one right. running the renovations." Well, and and she doesn't understand why it's a big deal because Louis doesn't visit her anyway at Versailles. Yeah. Like, what's he going to do? And she's like, "But if he's and next yeah. to you." Yeah. versus Versailles when he's away Remember from you. Remember the duty. Remember yep. the duty. So, <laughs> what's your job? You've one job here. Get pregnant. So yeah, we got we get more pressure to have sex with her husband. You don't want to read that note. And <laughs> I, w- I was just skipping over the bone. More pressure to <laughs> bone her husband. husband. <laughs> I, re- I must have written that, and I was like, let's make that a little more tasteful. But Dubarry like is also involved in trying to like figure out a way for Provence. She's in charge mm-hmm. of renovating Louis's bedroom. She's calling a lot of the shots right now. Yes. 
So and, he's pulling uh, all these puppet strings. Yeah. So, and the king's just letting her. And I'm like, she's not even married. She's well, like, you know, not married to him. He's having fun with her. I guess. Uh, so Mercy suggests that Marie maybe, you know, make, some pe- make her peace with Dubarry so that the bedroom gets finished and life can continue as enjoyably as possible. And uh, <laughs> Marie, like, decides, no. Marie decides instead to use her cute little face and go to Zaddy King personally Papa and what? say, look at this. It's not done. And mm-hmm. what are you going to do about it? And I mean, that does, that does work. It does get the bedroom done but it also opens a can of worms it does not work actually can't we will talk about that as we go forth well i mean it gets the bedroom furnished there's no mercy make sure the bedroom gets furnished that's true there's one thing missing that's true <laughs> oh god was that on purpose what papa what can't yeah do you think the king left out the bed on purpose I no, I just so. don't think he went through with oh, it. I don't okay. think he did it on purpose. I okay. think Mercy well, was just because, like, well, I'll take it over know, and do it. He gets a little bit shady and mm-hmm. gross this episode. Ugh. But uh, so we'll move just on and we'll talk go about, down my back. We'll talk about this princess that um, Provence needs to, uh, he needs to pick a princess to marry. That's very because true. Because he's ready to get on with this. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dubarry is you know, having sex with the new prime minister. I'm going to just clean this up a little bit from my notes. She's, she's you must have wrote s- these notes really late I, at night. Yeah, I did, actually. <laughs> it was after work. She's having sex with the new prime minister, but she's very uninterested. She's looking at the two princesses yeah. uh, and deciding, like, one is very beautiful. The Spanish princess is very beautiful. That's her pick mm-hmm. for Provence. She's actually kind of doing him a solid there. Yeah. And then there is the um, princess of Savoy. Yep. Who is a little more homely, we'll say. Yeah. She's not as cute. Mm-hmm. And she's like remarking on like, is that, I think she says, is that a piece of dirt or is it a mustache or something yeah, I like think that? So. But, you know, the prime minister, he's unconcerned. He finishes. <laughs> 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 and um, Provence is talking to the, the ants. Yeah, Victoire, Victoire and Adelaide. And Adelaide. And they're steering him towards the only option he should consider the princess of. Savoy. Yes. Uh, they share that Josephine was Louis's mother's first choice for Louis. And when she died, Choiseul chose Marie to form the political alliance with Austria. Makes sense. This whole like I think how his Game mother was thing yeah. is confusing to me. Well, his mother was thinking more <laughs> along the lines of you'll get along with her well, right? And she you is, have um, clearly in the past gotten along with her because yeah. when they there's a nice meet match. again, it's they get along really well. Mm-hmm. So it was a nice match, but. Schwazul, who is he's looking at the political, political alliance, yeah, because he's an sense. ambassador. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's not concerned with Louis's happiness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, so Provence, when Provence finds out that Princess Savoy was supposed to be Louis's match, yeah, he's like, "Well, this is the one I want because he was supposed to be for she was supposed to be for Louis. Mm-hmm. So now she's mine." Typical Loki. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, he should have gone. He should have stuck with Dubarry because that was a beautiful princess. I yeah. mean, I'm sure Josephine is a very, she's a pleasant girl, I'm sure. Like, mm-hmm. Louis does get along with her. It's unfortunate. Um, so both of the Louis are helping to prepare a feast for the family. And this is when it's time for Provence to pick a princess. Yeah. Dubarry thinks she's in full control. She, like, offers up a toast to the yeah. Spanish princess. Can I, can she I just, toast now? Right. Yeah. She thinks it's in the bag. And Provence answers with a toast to the princess of Savoy. And he looks real, like, proud of himself when yeah, he does Yeah, and it's this. interesting how she's just, like, 
what does that even mean? Like, why are well, we why even are we doing toast, that? Why are we toasting her? Why would we toast yeah, her? Yeah, exactly. Um, he rubs it in by saying she's the princess that Louis should have married, which of is course. a dagger to Marie's heart. Because mm-hmm. she is on purpose. 14. He's always trying. Well, to I guess just she's a little muddle. older than fourteen now. She's probably like sixteen at this point. Is she? Well, some time has passed since they got married. Well, we had four so months between episode one and two. So she's like 14 and a half. Okay. So maybe 15. And then she's still a teenager. Though. Yeah. And this is not, she's not happy. The king reprimands um, Provence. He says, sit down. You're making me giddy. And I kind of liked that line a lot. Yeah. Um, and he stabs Provence in the heart by saying that he has to ask his brother for yep. permission to marry. Nice try, Provence. Uh, and Louis looks uncomfortable. Provence looks upset. But now Louis has control, not Dubarry, mm-hmm. over the future of Provence. But it's only like <laughs> Provence being able to marry in yeah. general is in Louis's hands. That's true. I mean, and anyone then, he marries. Yeah, Louis can choose. No, you don't get Josephine. You get the princess, princess. of Spain. Yeah, the Spanish, Spanish princess. princess instead. Um, so he has that choice, but he goes and says, like, yeah. He's yeah. like, sure. <laughs> Okay. It's interesting, though, because Dubarry is, I don't know, like she wants the power and everything, she but she doesn't have it here. And the the king says, no, Louis, Louis going to do it instead. Nice yeah, try. My final Louis. say. And then Dubarry's like, <sighs> well, it's, I mean, Dubarry really doesn't care. No, but she's I just think trying, she's still she, annoyed she's, that she didn't get the. Oh, no, for sure. She like, really wants to have the like the, the power over the power. Louis and Marie. Mm hmm. Um, then we cut to Vienna, and the Empress, Mama Empress, is ruthless. <laughs> Rohan, the new ambassador, is welcomed by Marie's brother, um, Emperor Joseph. They don't have, cu- like, their customs are very mo- much more relaxed than France. Like, there's no, they said, we don't use titles here. Yeah, it was interesting. Which, she was, like, in her bed when she met him. Oh, yeah. She was just like, why is she her chilling well, in she was, her bedroom? She was working in her bed. She was writing a letter. So I'm yeah. sure she was working like we do now with our laptops. That uh, makes sense. <laughs> I just, if it, it was very interesting that she... Yeah, she's just lounging in her bedroom. Yeah, the first time she meets this guy, she's chilling in her bed. (laughs) Uh, When Rohan is introduced, the Empress's immediate response is, why is he dressed like a clown? Which, I mean, accurate. I mean, in that nightmare (laughs) sequence in the first episode, I was like, is this real? Or well, is, they have all that white makeup on. So it, it, he does. He's dressed a little like a clown. And yeah. Joseph reminds her that France is our, our ally here. Mm-hmm. Ma, ma, behave yourself. Um, she responds that allies don't garrison their troops on their border and asks when they're going to be removed. Yeah. And he said they're waiting on instruction from the prime minister, who the empress calls out as Tuberi's toy boy, <laughs> which I thought was so I fun. didn't catch that. <laughs> <laughs> and she correctly assumes that um, he's wrangled his position as ambassador through Tuberi as well. Yep, of course. Of, um, yeah. yeah. So she says, perhaps we should ask Dubarry's permission to invade Poland. Mm-hmm. So she's just like calling. I mean, she is calling it for she's, what it is. It, yeah. Like, and then I wonder. So um, true. <laughs> I wondered how she knew about the prime minister and Dubarry. But then again, Mercy probably told her. And it doesn't seem like Dubarry is very discreet about no, she's, her activity. She's not discreet at all. <laughs> she just locks the door and like, yeah, I'm busy right now. Yep. Um, 
Rohan asks, it was funny, Rohan asks who he should report to, and Joseph says to report to him, Mm -hmm. but the Empress basically says, no, I I call call the the shots, he rules with me. So I thought that was really interesting, because she's all about, like, Marie, you know, being submissive and doing her part as a wife and, like, not interfering in anything except when it suits her well, Mm -hmm. like, the Empress well. But she's not messing around. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to head back to the power struggles at Fontainebleau. Welcome back, everybody. All right, let's get into, um, again, more of this power struggle, more of the power (laughs) struggle between Dubarry and Marie. All right. So the king is leaving Dubarry. Papa Wah. To go to Marie. And you can tell sh- that Dubarry is kind of losing her grip on him or is afraid she's losing her grip. And mm. she asks him where he's going. And he says, don't be so clingy, my love. Ne- which is never a good sign when yeah. a guy calls you clingy. Also, I hate it when they do oh, that because it's usually, you know, it's legitimate most yep. of the time. And then he knocks on Marie's door. She opens it up and she invites him in for um, breakfast. Yeah. Um, After Dubarry says, can you tell her to give me some respect? Just a teensiest bit of respect. Like, just a little. Yeah. So, but he goes so, with yeah, breakfast, and she's like, Papa Wah? Yeah. She's oh using gosh. it. I mean, she's very innocent. I feel so bad for her. She has no oh, yeah. idea, but this is exactly this what is like, he likes. This is like her grandfather. Yeah, well, like a father figure or a grandfather figure. figure yeah. yeah, it's um, it's disturbing. But anyways, he serves her breakfast. She opens up one of the... Um, plates and there are um, I don't know stirrups horse stirrups inside and she gets so excited because he's presented her with a horse honestly I didn't think it was stirrups I thought it was like some kind of sex swing because (laughs) of how creepy he is right well you and I was very nervous super creepy but no so far it's still innocent he presents her with a horse and she's so excited we know where it's going we know well we know where it's going now I thought it was going you you thought it was going there I mean I was (laughs) still not sure (laughs) <laughs> uh, so as a horse uh, they're very playful she mm-hmm. says oh but mama will never let me and he's like looking around the room going mama yeah. mama where, where are, are you and I cute, thought that but... was really adorable but then it turns weird yeah she shows so him the apartment she shows him the empty apartment and she goes but look Louis can't come visit me mm-hmm. like real sad and pouty and he's like well that won't do and the king kind of makes his move. He's like hugging her from behind. This is when I was like, things are going to go sideways here. He's hugging her from behind. He's like sniffing her hair. And he asks it her to be weird. more polite to the countess. Yeah. And this is when I screamed. And I'm not going to censor myself. Scream? I went, oh, no. Oh, geez. Oh, no. Because she felt a little poke coming through on him. <laughs> and I was horrified on her <sighs> behalf. But he's not even embarrassed by it's it. It's not even like, is that your phone or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> she just goes, oh, yep. uh, it's cold. Uh, why don't we get dressed? And she yep. runs behind her little um, shades and just waits. And he goes, I'll wait for you in the garden for your riding lesson. What riding lesson uh, are you talking wink, about, wink, sir? Wink. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I literally went, oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> like, it was shudder. awful. It was yep. so bad. It was very cringe-inducing. Um, on his way to the riding lesson, the uh, on the way, the king on his way to the riding lessons, the new prime minister interrupts him and says, the Polish crisis has blown up. Yep. 
Uh, Prussia and Russia are poised to invade. Should we allow Austria to join in the carve-up? And he gets shut down. He says, we never discuss business at Fontainebleau. Nope. And I'm like, good for you having boundaries, but that seems Hunting, important. drinks, parties, <laughs> business? No, that's not allowed. No business. No business allowed. Only fun. Uh, so You know, during, at the right. edge of war, but only right. fun allowed. Only fun. Makes we can sense. deal with that later. I mean, this is not in the 24-hour news cycle. So, I mean, I guess they think it's going to take some while for the news to get to them anyway. I don't know. Seems important. Probably should have dealt with it. Um, I mean, with it this, took a while for them to get the news. But right. all right, all right. <laughs> they're all just waiting. Uh, this riding lesson, Dubarry is watching from her window, and she's obviously very nervous mm-hmm. um, because the king is obviously showing interest in Marie. So His little virgin. Yeah. It's disgusting. <laughs> uh, Provence is in the room ranting. He refuses to ask his brother yeah. for permission to marry. Now he wants Dubarry to get involved. When he just went up to her at like the dinner table, saying, yeah. "No, I'm picking the other princess that was supposed to be Louise." Exactly. So, She's like, "What? Like, handle right. it yourself." I I had a, a pretty princess. Yeah, I, I a had pretty, it all pretty set princess up. laid out for you. It would have been real easy. Yep, and you did just not. go away. She has yep. other things to worry about, and she doesn't care who he marries as long as he marries them soon and exactly. puts a baby inside that poor unsuspecting princess. Yep, the and she tells him to fight his own. <laughs> So true. Fight your own battles. Exactly. Uh, the king tells Louis to help Marie with her seat. And Louis responds, shouldn't she be riding side saddle? Yeah. So I did a closer look right. on that. Okay. Because, because I'm interested in this and too. And side saddle's so like. It looks uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. Awkward. You're going to fall off. How yeah. is this comfy it, at all? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, why? Right. Why do women have, have to, ride to ride side saddle? Right. Like I could see men. They have like. They're balls that would hurt. <laughs> Do you know true. what I mean? No, I understand. It's a yeah, sensitive area. In the why, way. Don't, why don't they right. ride sides out? Women don't have anything in the way, but right. men do. But whatever. <laughs> so men usual. So in you know from the historic UK website, men usually rode horses. So women were merely just passengers. Okay. And they would hold on to the man around the waist, which you see often, mm-hmm. um, or they'd sit on a small padded seat or pillion. Pillow, great pillow. Sounds like a pillow. So partly due to their long, heavy skirts, like that's why Mm, they had to ride side saddle. Get that all up over. Yeah, yeah. instead of riding astride, which is what, you know. When you're straddling the horse. Exactly. Thank you. Um, (laughs) Side saddle preserved the lady's modesty. Yeah, yeah. that's some BS. Because apparently... strapping your legs on either side of a horse to ride it appropriately so that you don't fall off is right. inappropriate and not modest, unlike men, because right. they're modest when they're, they do it. It doesn't matter. They I don't, don't have to have modesty. Exactly. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, so the idea of it being indecent for a lady to ride astride was traced back all the way to 1382. Okay. eighty. Eight, we'll see. 1382. 1382. Yep. Okay. So when Princess Anne of Bohemia rode side saddle across Europe on her way to marry King Richard II. Oh, that's okay. All the way across. That feels like that would be a long journey to yeah. feel like you're going to slide off the side of a horse. Yeah. I would have asked for a carriage. I would have had a carriage. <laughs> um, and then it's also seen as a way to protect a woman's virginity. Mm, okay. Because apparently you... 
um, are no longer a virgin if you ride a horse <laughs> astride versus like side actual saddle. ride a horse, not yes. in a dirty like a way. legitimate like legitimately horse, not, ride a horse. Yeah, not the ride a horse, ride a cowboy. Thing. <laughs> um, and then after, shortly after, it was considered like vulgar for any woman to ride astride. <sighs> like, so, why do men do this to us? I don't. I don't know. Like, it just feels like the opposite of uh, what is it? Manspreading? Is it manspreading when they like? put their legs out in a V so that nobody can sit beside them. I think that's the oh term. Oh my gosh, it's so annoying. It's like the opposite. Like we always have like, to have our legs completely down. together with an aspirin between our knees. Yes. <laughs> I like that with an aspirin between your knees. I don't know where it's I literally heard that. how close our legs like, yeah. have to be close it's, because men have to spread out. It's obnoxious. Oh, to make, don't have to. We always make ourselves so small for I men. Know. We need we're done. I'm taking women. up space, man. We are done with this. We got to take up space. Marie's taking up space because she's on this horse. Exactly. And she's riding it properly. She's like, I'm just going to do it because she refuses. So well, I really like it. She also admired Dubarry at the beginning because Dubarry was riding a horse that way. So it's kind That's of mirroring true. that, like, the devil may care, essentially, attitude. Mm-hmm. And I think Marie's at the end of a rope, too. She's, like, so done with it. She's like... I'm just going to do it at one. I'm going to do it anyway because I don't care. Everybody knows I'm yeah. a virgin, so here we go. <laughs> yeah, maybe exactly. maybe I won't be a virgin Everybody if I ride this way. Everybody is just laughing at me all the time. Yep. Uh, so anyway, so Louis does come over and he tenderly makes sure that she has her hands on the reins and like her foot yeah. and the stirrups. And it's a very sweet moment. I really liked that. That's really cute. And then uh, we see Louis, Louis kind of like stomp off. <laughs> Because he's uncomfortable. Well, he doesn't know how to walk either. He right? stomps. He just stomps. Uh, <laughs> and Louis and Provence go off and have a private moment in the woods by a lake. Yeah. And this is like the most he's spoken the entire episode. Or, I mean, the entire series so far. Literally, this scene. Yeah. Yeah. The whole... And we find out Louis can talk. I know. And he has quite the voice. I know. <laughs> uh, Provence says, are you enjoying the view, brother, making plans for when it's all yours? And he says, you can have it. So he doesn't want to be king. He doesn't no, like he doesn't. all this. Um, Provence says, I can arrange for you to be flung in a ditch. Would you prefer to be buried alive? And he says, I <laughs> am buried alive. So he really doesn't <sighs> like this. Provence says, don't deny me the right to be a man. And Louis counters with, don't rush into something you're not ready for. So we're getting a lot of, like, detail as to, like, where Louis's coming from. He yeah. wasn't ready for marriage. He doesn't want to be married. He doesn't want to be king. He was forced into this against his will, essentially, because it's just the way the way things work. Yep. Because he was the firstborn. Yeah. And he doesn't want anything and he to doesn't do with want, it. I think he genuinely cares about Provence because it is his brother. I mean, Provence is a little shit, but it is his <laughs> brother. And I think he's trying to Sorry. let Provence have... A better life than him. Like, yeah. have control over it. And Provence says, when are you going to unbutton your breeches and screw your wife? Like, come on, Provence. Like, my uh, God, for the love of God, read the room. Like, he's actually having a moment with you. Yeah, he's, like, just spilling his heart out. I know. And this is when we find out that Louis can't speak to Marie because he's terrified of her. She's so beautiful. Yep. And she's an Austrian archduchess. Yes. So he's just terrified. Um, I was like, I don't know. I felt like the scene was good for them. And it was good. Like, it was a good opportunity for them to grow their relationship. But it shows that, like, Louis cares about his brother and And Provence Provence only cares about himself. Yeah. Provence is a selfish little be. Yeah, he's the worst. He is. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> he's just I, I think it's just that he's young, like 
and he, and he's yep. spoiled and he's oh, never yeah. had to work for anything. So and then right away he's like, yeah. "Well, can I get married? Like, yeah. your brother just confided in you, uh, like, and deep, you're worried heavy about, stuff. Well, can I get married? Yeah, like, and Louis obviously is like, "Yeah, go sure, ahead, get married, care. see what it's all about." Yeah, and uh, so. Louis kind of an emo boy. And this is the moment in the series where I realize that he's kind of my type. <laughs> <laughs> and I like his nose. And now oh, I you really like his nose. I like his nose. Okay. And now I really like Louis. So yeah. Uh, now, that, now that he decided to speak. <laughs> that's my that's my deep confession is he's emo and he's awkward. I can't wait for Matt emotional. to listen to this and be like, oh. I feel like Matt kind of is a little bit Louis. Like He's a little weird, a little awkward. <laughs> anyway, and he's got a nose. He's got a notable nose. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so Louis' permission has pushed Provence and Dubarry's for- plan forward. Yeah. Like, th- there's a marriage happening. Mm-hmm. And Provence has a chance to sire an heir, and that threatens Marie's position at it Versailles. Does, because she needs to produce the first heir. Right. But that's another thing. Well, she like, needs to produce an heir. Yeah. It doesn't have to be the first one. That's she what, like, she's really worried heir. about that because yeah. he's not, you know, sleeping with her. So right. she can't produce an heir. Right. Right. She but can't. like Provence is going to have an heir. But like she's still like, I don't know. I don't know if that means like. Well, she would lose all the power that she would have gained as Queen of France once Louis died. Like, she would have no. Oh, if she doesn't have an heir. If she doesn't have an heir, she loses her position. Yeah, okay. That would make so, sense about her worry, but like she's 15, she's got plenty of time. I know, there's time. <laughs> there is time. Um, yeah, so Marie's upset that Louis agreed for that Provence could get married because he could have said no and then there wouldn't have they wouldn't be in this position. Yeah. And Mercy explains that the princess is traveling to Fontaine, well, Princess of Savoy, Josephine will travel yeah. to Fontainebleau immediately and she says tell me about her Mercy. And he starts to talk about her family, but Marie is just like, no, I want to know about her, which is such a teenage girl response. It is. I get it. Like, she's jealous. What is she she's like? nervous. Uh-huh. She thinks this girl's going to come in and sweep Louis off of his feet. And, like, that just seems really complicated, but it's also the royals. So, I guess legit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, it's a 15-year-old self coming out of, like, I need to know about her because Louis was supposed to marry her. So right. what's that background? What do I not know? Because what, what do, she didn't know about Madame Dubarry. Yeah. What does she have that I don't have? Why was yeah. she the first choice? She has a unibrow and a mustache. <laughs> and Louis can talk to her. And Louis can talk <laughs> to her. He's not terrified. Exactly. Uh, Mercy says that the princess is no threat as long as you deliver an heir. And Marie says, I have good news on that front. And I love the sarcasm. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, well, we're doing great on here. We're here. doing great. Look, I'm the room well. is almost ready. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but it's missing a bit. And Mercy says, will you speak to the king? But, you know, Zaddy King really creeped her out. It did. Rightly so. I wouldn't want to speak to him either, just for pure embarrassment alone. But there's more to this as well. Like, mm-hmm. he has a penchant for young girls. And she knows uh. this. Uh, <laughs> thankfully, Mercy plays the role of a good dad. And says, oh, I will talk to the king and arrange all the furnishings. But uh, you have to seduce your husband, (laughs) essentially. Like, it's game time. Get it done. Open the door. Daintily step into his bed. Like, that's going to work. Like, this advice is just not working for her. But okay. Uh, So, yeah. I feel like Mercy's doing what he can for the, like, messed up situation he's in. Yeah. I like Mercy. So far, I like him. I think he's trying here. I think he's trying. He's trying to help her out. He's trying to be like... 
you know, we have this is your job, and my job is to make sure you do your job. Right. Like we're trying here, and we're trying. They're on the same we're team. Trying. They are the on the team, same team. But like, Louis clearly just not having it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that night. There is a knock on her door, and I went, "Oh no!" because I knew it was the king. And I it know because he's a creep, he's a freaking creep. Oh my little dauphine, little dauphine. I know. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, so she's like super uncomfortable for obvious reasons, and, and she, so are all the viewers, right? Like I think we're all like, "Oh God, yeah. no, stop, get away!" You're her grandpa's age. Uh, so she flees her room. And I thought that she was going to Louis, but she's going so to Lamba. And then Louis was Louis coming to her. Was coming to her, and, she... and I was like, "They're going to pass each other. They're going to pass right, each other. Like they're going to is... pass each other." Was, this is the moment. They're going to see gonna each other. Or it's going to be one of those hall. moments where they both arrive at the room and they're not there and they're disappointed and but then upset. They're going to go back but... and they're going to pass each other. Like right. that. Like they had opportunities it, here. That's what yeah. I thought. As a but kid, like <laughs> my neighbor lived on the corner. And yeah. we could go two ways to get there, either around the corner on the street, like okay. not the street, but like the sidewalk, or go through our backyards because they were okay. kind of connected. So we would just do either way. And my sister was best friends with that person and like hung out with her all the time. And the person comes to knock on our door right as my sister leaves uh, okay. to go through the back. Yeah. And we're like, she's at your house. And she goes, oh, I was just there. And it's like, oh, OK. So then they both turn around and go the and then way. go back the way they came. <laughs> That's and what I thought missed. was going to happen. And then we're like, she just left. And then <laughs> they go back house. the other way. Oh, God. Because and they then we're like, they just left. Together. And so then I think they called each other at that point. And we're like, <laughs> just stay. This is where we're going <laughs> to hang out. <laughs> so I like I thought that would like happen. But then like. Eventually, they'd clash into each other. Yeah. But she went to Lombal's apartment. She did. She went to Lombal's apartment. And now we're in this situation where um, Marie is obviously just very comfortable with Lombal. But Lambal seems to have a bit of a girl crush on her. She does. Like, it might be an innocent girl crush. But like, yeah, poor Marie. Like, she's a hot commodity to everybody but her husband. <laughs> she's, I know, right? She's just trying to like confide in people right. and get she, like and she some kind like of sort of trust. comfort and trust. And yeah. like, Papa Wa was doing that for a little yep. bit of time, but now and she's uncomfortable. But like, Marie is asleep on this bed, and Lambal is like caressing, caressing her, her shoulder, smelling her, and smelling her hair. And I'm like, okay, but then like, Marie is like actually asleep when somebody's looking in the room. Mm-hmm. I think it was the cousin, right? The cousin's I think looking was, in. Yeah, I think it was the cousin was looking in because he makes a snide comment, uh, basically implying that they were like together. Yeah, which is and well, I mean, <laughs> I think Lambal would like it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and this is when the two maids kiss. Um, Mm-hmm. No, and, and I missed that. it. And you missed that. I missed it again. Yeah. And but Louis, in typical teenage boy behavior, writes in his journal: "I visited the Dauphine. She was not there. I shall not visit her again." Yep, sounds about right. So <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> back in Vienna, uh, Mama Empress isn't happy. Of course, if she did, her, yeah, if she did her duty, the arrival of a princess would be irrelevant. Very true. But she's heartless. Clearly, Marie is not doing her duty. Right, but like, she's trying on. so hard. Yeah, Louis is not doing his duty. Let's just be clear about that. But at least the brother knows this. Like you know, it's marriage is about uh, is not about personal indulgence. It's their career. That's what. Yeah, that's, that's what, what her mom says. Yeah. And then like her brother's like, "You have no heart." Yeah, and he's like, come <laughs> you on, born dude. without a heart. And she's yeah. like, "I don't have the time to have one. I'm busy like running this place." Yeah. Uh, so. 
Russia and Prussia are poised to invade Poland. Mm-hmm. And they've been left in limbo because the King of France has been teaching Toinette to ride. Uh, but if mother would have taught her how to ride or the mechanics behind it, they might not be in this situation, but they probably would still be because Louis is just not interested. Well, what are they teaching to ride here in this situation? <laughs> I know. Because that's a, a double entendre. Papa was not teaching sure. her how to ride. Papa was teaching her how to ride a horse. Yeah. Papa not a would like to teach her how to ride, though. I yeah. think that's what they're but playing But Madame Dubarry, with. I think, did a great job teaching her. That's well, trying to, yeah. Trying to. Yeah. Until <laughs> lessons came to a complete there's halt. There's just a whole lot of, uh, yeah, there's a lot of play on words here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joseph suggests that they use Mercy to open up a channel of communication. And yes, so Mercy is once again in the middle of this Doing everything. sexcapade. <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody. Well, let's just take a quick break. And when we come back, we will talk about Louis's bed. Okay. All right, everyone. So we are back. And we have... Um, Marie and Julie, Julie in quotations, <laughs> they're making up Louis's bed now that the room is like officially set up, you know. And yeah. then Marie and Dubarry are in this room. They're squabbling. They're arguing, and yes. they're like trying to pull the king into it. And the king just, I'm done. I am done. He's done with the BS. Yeah, he's tired. And then he just walks away. Totally makes sense. So his anger is getting close, and he's also not getting any. Right. He's so he's not relieving frustrated. his anger. So frustrated. He's supposed Very to be having fun. I know. This is supposed <laughs> to be fun. So then he goes and um, sees Louis outside. Uh, in, uh, oh, gosh. Then he goes and sees Louis outside. Right. Yells at him, is there something wrong with you? <laughs> like, what's going on? We're yeah, supposed right. to be having fun. Why aren't you sleeping with your wife? Yeah, like, what like, the just heck? Just get it done already, kid. Exactly. Like, why are we not doing this? He wants to call in a doctor. So, anger yeah. up a little more. Yep. Dubarry comes so out and he goes, she's like, where the hell are you? Until she publicly recognizes me yep. in front of everyone. She I'm wants done. It. You're not getting any. And the king's anger goes a little a bit little higher. Bit <laughs> we are going, we are going. We are just really, 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 really ticking yeah. off this he's king having, right now. You know what? He's having the day he deserves. But exactly. And there's one more thing. Yep. So then um, <laughs> so then, Mercy moves in with all the backing of Austria, saying, Austria requests that you withdraw your troops in preparation for the partition of Poland. And he goes, oh, another war. So yep. he's just like done. This is not a fun trip for him. No, he's not like had it. Why all. are we trying to work while I'm supposed to have fun? I'm not getting laid. I'm not getting anywhere. Like, like I'm not riding. Yep. Not riding anybody <laughs> riding, at this point riding. now. <laughs> so, yeah. So this is all just coming to a head. And as um, Mercy and the king walk through Fontainebleau, Mercy tries to appeal to both sides. He says, mm-hmm. you're our ally. Surely we can find a solution that benefits both sides. And he says, oh, wake up. The king says, oh, wake up, Mercy. Our alliance is collapsing around us. Our children refuse to honor their uh, marriage contract. And he's caught in the middle of a little dauphine and a bloody countess. Like, he's just fed up. And Mercy says, I'm fighting on both fronts. And the king responds, as am I. And so he says, the dauphin will move into his apartment this evening and Mercy seems to be happy with this and he starts to like moonwalk away mm-hmm. but he's been found out yes uh, the king has <laughs> noticed Julie he noticed Julie the same time I did 
And he is, uh, you know, their chambermaids are famous for spying for ambassadors. I would just which which ambassador was it? And mm-hmm. Mercy plays dumb. He's like, I will look into it. Um, but because of this, he can demand the king can demand a public truce yeah. from Marie to Dubarry. He has the power to say, well, I won't, you know, dismiss you if I get this thing, this yes. small thing. Because my mistress will not have sex with me and I need it. (laughs) (laughs) So now the ambassador actually does moonwalk away. Yeah. So, of course, Mercy is off to fulfill his promise and Marie is not happy about it. She throws like a little hissy fit and whines about it. They have to be public. Like like, the whole thing. And she refuses to make up with Dubarry publicly. And Mercy urges her to reflect carefully. The Princess of Savoy is on her way and your position is hanging by a thread. He doesn't even mention the war. But, like, dude, there, yeah. the, there's a war pending, too. And, like, we need this to go well. And, and then uh, you hear a little knocking around hear, in the yeah, other you room. you hear a little noise. And we find out Louis is home. And Mercy's, I will leave you to do your duty. Which, you know, granted, this is just what what it is. Go sneak on into your <laughs> husband's bed. right. But uh, Louis is immediately asleep. Like, he is just apparently yeah. so tired. Do you know, he's like, sleeping like, like a rock. immediately lays on the bed and his falls asleep? So, listen, I have funny, yeah. funny stories here. And I, I apologize because <laughs> I'm going to go off and Allie's going to look at me like, don't do it, Beth, but I'm doing it. <laughs> so, Casey, husband yeah. Casey, he uh, falls asleep immediately. Oh, okay. So, and he's so, one of those blessed people whose head hits the pillow and they're out. And he can fall asleep most of the time. Sometimes he stays up late and it makes me so angry. Oh, man, so, me like, too. Typically, he goes to bed after me. He's like a night owl, and I'm an early bird. So, uh-huh. like, we're, it's great. Um, <laughs> so, he will typically go to sleep after me. But when, I'm, when we fall asleep at the same time or go to bed at the same time, right. he falls asleep first, and then he breathes. And he I don't like the breathing. <laughs> he breathes. He breathes. How dare you? This is the problem is that he's just breathing. And I'm like, how dare you breathe? That's not okay. And so, he's just breathing. Right. And then I have to nudge him. And wake and him up. Like, Stop breathing. Stop breathing. I need to he's fall like, asleep what? first. What? And I'm like, just let me fall asleep first so that I can fall asleep. Because I can't fall asleep because he's breathing. Matt sometimes snores very softly. And if I fall yeah. asleep before him, it's not a big deal because I'm asleep and I don't notice it. But yeah. when, when I'm awake, all I can hear is this. That's hilarious. So he does not snore. It's <laughs> That's literally a blessing. It's just, just breathing. breathing. It's so you not need even ear a little. Plugs. It's just you a, just need some earplugs. <laughs> I don't know. Like it's so bad. It's horrible. It's horrible. It's like I can't sit next to somebody chewing, but oh, like it's okay. horrible. But I can't do it. So I no, nudge him. I mean, I get it. I nudge him and wait. Hey, I'm a really light sleep sleeper. Let me so sleep. I understand. <laughs> I totally get it. Um, yeah. So do you know who's so not now asleep? I know why she's upset. <laughs> She's tired, too. She just wants to fall asleep. Yep. Uh, (laughs) Well, actually, she seems relieved that he's asleep because now she doesn't have to fulfill her duty. Yeah. Um, But Dubarry, she's not asleep. And her door is locked uh, because she's getting it on with the prime minister. And of course. And she refuses. She has a power play here. She refuses to unlock the door for the king. Mm -hmm. Uh, Even though her... The prime minister, who is naked, seems very uneasy with this situation, possibly because the king's just on the other side of that door and he's sleeping with his mistress. But I don't know exactly. Everybody seems to be playing with her. (laughs) Uh, The next morning, the Princess Savoy, Princess of Savoy, shows up. And um, she's not as beautiful as Marie. It wasn't just a smudge on the picture. She has a unibrow. (laughs) She has a mustache. 
uh, Provence literally runs away upon seeing yep. her, but the ants are so excited to have her here. Uh, they think she's absolutely perfect. <laughs> and Limbal is excited to see her cousin, but her cousin doesn't like remember her. Yeah. So it must be she's a big like, cousin, family. Hi. It's like, do I don't you remember know me? Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember you. And then when Louis greets her, he actually sends words to her. I don't even I remember what he says. I'm just like, oh, this isn't going to go over well. <laughs> I know. He and says words. And Marie, like, like looks was what? shocking. What? She's like, you can speak? Yeah. So um, she shoots daggers. Marie shoots daggers oh, at Louis yeah. with her eyes. Um, Provence is super rude. Um and the sisters employer that he has a job to do here. Mm-hmm. He has to produce an heir. Duberry is waxing her lip. <laughs> and she says, I look like I've been stung by a thousand bees. And I'm just like, oh, that is the most accurate description of what your face looks like it after is. you get your lip yeah, done. Yeah, like when you pluck and stuff, it's all red. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. I get it. But now it's party time. Uh, the royals arrive at the Champret. I don't know. That the party, the garden party. They're having a garden party. Welcome to Merry England. And they're celebrating all things England. Mm-hmm. There's a fire dancer. Um, there's like a green man effigy in the background. It feels very like spring May Day festival. It's very, I guess it would be very English. Um, and the princess is sitting there talking to the sisters. And she says, I believe I should have been Louis's wife. And the oh. uh, aunts agree. I didn't even I mean, see that. Yeah, they're or having a conversation. Part. And she says, I should... I should have been Louis's wife. And the answer just like, yes, you should have been. Huh. So it's mutual. Like yeah. they, they just, they can actually talk to each other, which is useful in a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Maria's dancing with a baton. Thankfully, it's not on fire. And then we're <laughs> off to the um, Hall of Mirrors. And there's a I lot of I thought that was like, kind of cool. Yeah. I would Like all the I mirrors there? Yeah, I wouldn't like it. Really? <laughs> I would, well, feel, I guess of mirrors, I would but... feel like a bird lost in a maze. I wouldn't like it. Um, <laughs> Mercy tells the king, promises the king, that the Dauphine will pay her respects to the countess that evening. Um, and there will be no deal in Poland unless yes. she does Mercy. And Provence, to Dubarry, he says, I hold you responsible. And she blows him off, implying that maybe he's not attracted to women. That was a good one. Uh, <laughs> Mercy tells Marie, are you prepared for tonight? And she says, I'm thinking about it. And he says, your mother is waiting. Like, this mother is just, like, this overpowering figure in her life. Provence to the king says, I can't marry her. And the king says, you already have. The contract's been signed. Sorry, kid. Which is interesting because the same thing happened with, like, Louis and Marie. Yeah, they were married married by contract. Yeah. Yeah, by by proxy. Proxy. Yeah, proxy. Uh, at the dinner table, the king grabs oh, Marie's leg, and stop. I cry for her internally. Uh, <sighs> she quickly gets up from the table to, to dance. dance with um, Madame Dubarry. So it's like, pretty, where yeah, do I go? So there's a dance with someone she's I hate. Just, she's having a bad night. Uh, she sees Louis chatting and laughing yep. and basically flirting with the princess because he can, because exactly. his brain doesn't shut off. Yep. And Marie turns to look at Dubarry. They have a little stare down, a Western stare down. I know. <laughs> and she just kind of, she gets kind of twitchy and then she just walks away. And the king's really mad. Oh, he's pissed. He's super pissed. So we are like above the head. Yeah, he's exploded and I'm now. Ticked off. He's yeah. exploded. Yeah. Um, so Louis, inside the apartments after the party, Louis finds Marie in her room and steps away. She Mm -hmm. follows. She says, is Josephine the girl you wanted to marry? Is this what this is about? Was I destined to fail from the start? So she's she's having a very, like, insecure moment. Mm -hmm. 
uh, and he can't speak. He still this doesn't care. Just like, like he, he still can't. doesn't. I'm just like, oh my god, Louis, just say words. It's so frustrating. Anything. Yep. Anything you say would be better than nothing. She closes the door. She won't open it until he speaks to her and he cries and my heart just breaks for him. And I'm just like, oh, my God, you hear him crying. Just open the door, Marie. Like he's very stressed out. <sighs> but he's not going to say anything. But he, he can't. What's he, he I mean, he say? just can't. I don't know what he say would say. Say it through the door. Literally say anything. Louis. Like say something through the door. You want her to open the door. <laughs> I'm say sorry. hi. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's not what you think, which is and maybe don't say it. it's not what you think because it's always what they think. Yes. So don't say it's not what you think. <laughs> Um, <laughs> back in Vienna, the ambassador delivers bad news to the empress. Yeah, about Marie, Marie is refusing. still not um, acknowledging Dubarry. And Mama goes off to write a letter insisting that she make peace with Dubarry, even though like they basically belittle Dubarry all this time, saying that she's just a common prostitute and yeah. isn't worthy of respect. And she calls her a disgrace and a traitor to her country. Sounds about right. Yeah. Sounds about something that this mother would say to her daughter. It is super annoying. And then after this letter gets discuss- I mean, delivered and Marie's obviously upset about Rips everything. Rips it up, throws it in the pond. The king abducts Marie. I was terrified. Oh, my God. So I thought this was going to go Game of Thrones terrified. She was going to get raped. Yes. That's where we thought That's this what was I thought. going. I thought it was going there, too. But he's angry and he looks, he grabs her and he says, I am the king of France. I expect you to obey me. Do you understand? And then he tosses her out of the carriage. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, that could have gone a lot worse, Marie. Uh-huh. <laughs> she got real lucky right there. Uh, so she has to make frenemies yeah. with Dubarry. It's just she doesn't have a yeah. choice. But I was like, I was terrified for her in that moment. Oh, you no, know? I totally She's thought it was going to go down a lot differently than that. I think she got off pretty easy. Yeah. Considering what could have happened the next morning. We're going hunting. We're we're going hunting. Marie is the last one to walk out. She's very dramatic. Yeah. And she descends from the entrance and she goes down and everybody else is already on their horse. And she takes the time to walk in the middle of everyone. Yeah. And like the, she was above everyone. Yeah. And now she's She's below below everyone. everyone. That's, that's a good, good catch. Yeah. She looks Dubarry in the eye and says, Countess. And curtsies, mm-hmm. and that's it. That's all she that's does. All she had to do. But Dubarry is satisfied. satisfied. She's she has happy. a little grin. Um, Louis does a nice thing and dismounts his horse to help Marie onto hers. Yes. Offers his hand. Finally. Uh, to helps show. her with her skirt as she does not ride yep. side saddle. Yeah. And gets her situated, places her feet in the stirrups and the reins in her hand very tenderly. Like, this is a really sweet moment. Finally supports her. He goes back to his horse and looks back to check on her, doing Mm -hmm. all the, like, this is a slow burn. It's a teenage romance. Like, everything is just, like, his heart's probably racing (laughs) out of his chest. I get it. Um, And then after the hunt, Marie's sitting and staring out her window, out the windows in her room, the conjoined apartments. Yeah. And Louis goes into her room and he speaks. I know. And I'm relieved. He says, thank you. Uh, thank you for your patience. That and she's I'm been waiting this whole time. For him to say words to yes. her. <laughs> exactly. And he definitely practiced that in the mirror over and over again he before he to. went in there. Like, well, I don't know where a mirror is. Maybe the mirror, the Hall of Mirrors. Yeah, maybe he practiced are. last night but, yeah. in the Hall of Mirrors. Um, over and over and over again. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for your patience. I can do this. I can do this. Back in the apartments, yeah. Marie tells Louis, I don't feel safe here anymore. 
or I don't feel safe here, not anymore. Yeah. Uh, and that his family frightens her. Like, same girl, same. They're all insane. Uh, they are. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm nervous for her, and yeah. I get it. And she wants to go home. Yep. Totally, like, sane answer to this whole situation. I don't blame her. I'd want to go home, too. Yeah, I'd Bring my go, dog. Take I me home. I wanted to go home a long time ago. I'd rather go with my crazy mom <laughs> yelling at, at me that I'm a disgrace. At least I know. <laughs> at least I know how I'll be treated there. She'll talk yeah. to me. Yeah, she'll, she'll say words. It won't be pleasant, but I can deal. Yeah. Um, but Louis, he's so sweet. He says, don't leave me. I'll protect you. And I like, like tears. I want to believe you, Louie, but you're not the most protective person <laughs> in the world. I think you want to protect her. And I give I you know. credit for that. It's so sweet, though. And the, the, so they're holding hands. And I thought it was so funny because they both start shaking each other's <laughs> hands. Like, it's just it's so such a teenage it thing. Is, and it's so sweet. Um, let's hold hands this awkward and shaking he's just shaking way. <laughs> But she leans into his chest and he holds her. And again, I'm sure his heart's just going in his yeah. chest because uh, I've been there where I'm like, oh, I yeah. have my head on somebody's and chest like, and boom, I'm like, boom, boom. oh, yeah, that's a fast. That's a fast heartbeat. Things I like are listening going well. to the heartbeat. It always calms me down. <laughs> so, yeah. What did you think of the episode? I thought um, it was insane. It is insane. Um, as always. Mm-hmm. Right? It just never ends. But <laughs> there's like <laughs> little, little nuggets of romance happening. It is. Which They're is, budding. I, I like it. I like yeah, that because, like you know, too. romance is my jam. Mm-hmm. All this drama I can do without it. I just want to know <laughs> how they become friends and then lovers and then husband. Well, they're yeah. husband and wife, but like actual, actual husband, husband and wife. wife. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited about it. I'm excited, too. Yeah. We want to know how you feel about the episode too so email us your thoughts at ps at witf.org or please engage with us on instagram at witforg or on facebook at witf.org this podcast was produced by ali amaros for witf i'm christina ziders and i'm beth capello join us next week for part four the queen of france excited Ooh, i like that yeah. title although this does mean zaddy king is dead no. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, because he shoot. can't be queen until he dies. So he's. This is fine. Oh, so this is now. fine. Sorry, Zaddy King. But we need to go watch <laughs> right now. Right now. Ooh, I'm ready. <laughs> I am too. Okay. <laughs> See you See next, you next time. Week.